Today, I bring you one of Shreveport, Louisiana's finest, all the way from Ratchet City, my man, Big Sean Haggins. He's someone who's loved by everyone in this town. Uh, he has a unique ability to, to move anywhere throughout the city. And uh, I'm very, very grateful that Big Sean uh, agreed to sit down with us. He grew up both in one of the most impoverished and uh, crime-stricken areas in the entire city, but also grew up in one of the most lavish and protected areas. You're gonna come to hear that story and why that's possible. Like I said, Big Sean is one of a kind. I love him. Uh, I love the people of Shreveport. That city is right in the center of the middle of my heart. And uh, I hope you guys love him too. Don't forget to go back and look at a bunch of the people that we've had already from Ratchet City. Uh, Bam Bam, Goat, Carl, uh, Big Don, um, the list goes on. Anyway, thanks guys, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out all the behind the scenes footage with Sean and I uh, hanging out in Shreveport. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys dig the episode. Be safe everybody. Tell everybody what your name is, man. The camera. <laughs> well, my name is Big Sean. Yeah. What other names do you go by? Just Big Sean. Just I don't Big like that, that 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 shortcut Sean. That's a bad. That's, that take away from me. That takes away from me. What is it? Yeah. What is it? You know what my baby saying? He wants respect on his name. Yeah. On mine too. Yeah. Oh, on 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 snitch on the set of snitch. He, you know he wanted like like to come up to me and just thought I was gonna just shake his hand and be be his friend and stuff like that. I'm standing there just looking at him like, what do you want, dude? I'm, 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 I'm talking loud so everybody can hear me. What do you want? Why are you standing there looking at me like that? And then Tim Smith, um, a friend of mine, he goes, he go, man, this is a John Berthold, dude. He's, he's um, on Snitch, um, not Snitch, but it was The Walking Dead, I guess you had just finished doing. Uh-huh. And um, he said something else on another movie that you had done. And I was like, I don't get a damn about what he done done, Ted. What do you want? What do you want with me? And then, so you know, I kind of let down. I just on the wanted what I always wanted with you. Just yeah, to be yeah. Your friend, he wanted to shake my hand, be a friend. I shook his hand afterwards, you know, but then because I, I couldn't do it in front of everybody, I wasn't gonna do that. I spoke to him, I started talking to him. Then, then you know, I kind of warmed up after a little bit because he, I had to always ride by himself. Yeah, he wouldn't ride with the cool crew. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Is that right? Uh, tell me where you're he from. He gave me a knife. Who gave you a knife? You gave me a knife um, with the Walking Dead knife. It was he signed it for me. Did I? Yo, I don't know where it is. I think somebody stole it. Damn. I think one of those girls stole it. Um, one of them girls stole it. Because they got the picture that you gave me when Shane first cut his hair. Yeah. And you signed it. Yeah. And wrote on it. Um, it's, it's at another girl's house. She got it. She won't give it back to me. We got to go get that back. Man, yeah. <laughs> she a cop. What you got to do? You gonna take it from her? <laughs> I ain't gonna bother. She can have it. Hey, but it, it's probably worth some money now, though. That, that that picture? Yeah, I we did like six, seven bucks. What? <laughs> no, that's the that, that's like the original one. There, you didn't touch that one though, so you know, it's a big difference. You think? Yeah, and then yeah, man, yeah, man, we need to go get that man. They can pay for my wall and, and the half of that roof. You ain't got to help me get it. I get it. I know what to do now. I, I just thought about that. That just like put a big old light bulb on top of my head. I thought about that picture. Who wouldn't want Shane uh, uh, autograph Shane picture? It ain't, it ain't John Berthold, but it's Shane. Big Sean, where are you from, man? Lakeside, Lakeside King. Tell everybody about Lakeside. Lakeside ain't no walk in the park. Lakeside, Lakeside, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick your own battles, but you know, you gonna, somebody gonna pick at you too. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm 46 years old, and I have to deal with the boys every day, especially the new age dudes. These, 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 these we call it, we call them faux babies. Four babies. That's what we call them. Four babies. What does that mean? Yeah, they they they're fourth generation of of, of us, and so you know they kind of worse than what we failed them. How so? We failed them like, you know, um, Lakeside King was still still dealing dallying with the, the gangs and the drugs, and and the four babies were being born when no dad is around. You know, so you know, when the dad isn't around, mama can't female can't raise a man. They did in no way possible. And she can, they a mama can beat you. And she can curse you out and you know whatever she can do, you know. But you know her job is to protect, so she gonna spoil you. Mm. And that's like that, that's what a lot of dudes go wrong with the female. Female raising them, she gonna spoil them at the same time. You know, mama's babies, um, daddy's hard head.
Talk about a little bit, like, who, who were you raised by? Uh, I was raised by a family, uh, Kim and Gayla Hartgrove. Mm-hmm. And um, um, my grandmother cleaned up for Gayla's mama. And so when I went to the foster home, because my mama killed her husband, Miss Hartgrove came and got me. And she gave me a place to live, you know, and she taught me how to love myself, how to love, period. And so, you know, I, I gave them a hard time the first year I was with them. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, they, 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 the more and more they showed me that, they, they, that you're a human being, you know, don't be always mad at everybody. Because I, I still got working on that. I know. You know, working on that. But you should show me not to be mad at everybody all the time. Don't do it. You know, just, just, just give everybody a chance. And I've tried them too. I try people, you know, if they, if they, if they betray you again, I'll just let, I'll, I'll deal with it good and old fashioned way. When you talk about your childhood, though, in Lakeside, before you came to live with them, can you just talk about some early memories from Lakeside? I, I don't like remember past 13 years old. You mean you don't remember earlier than I that? I remember because uh, my mama killed my, she, she, my mama killed her husband when I was seven years old. And the way the story told that I was right there. And so it, it, whatever they did to me, it made me forget from the age of uh, seven to 13 years old. I didn't. I don't remember none of that. Can you just talk talk about your mom a little bit and what kind of lady she was, uh, what you remember about her? She was a, she was called a female gangster. You know, she was a, she grew up um, um, with this man from the bottoms, and he he was a uh, what's called a pimp, a hustler, and she he she just she, he sold what's called quaaludes, and my mama was shooting quaaludes back then, and and he used to beat up, and as long as she was high, she didn't care, but then when she went high, he beat up, she shot him one day in the neck. And he, he died. She let him lay there all day, and she cleaned up the house, got herself made up and stuff like that. And she did us some more dope. And you know, when that was over with, she called 911, and they came pick him up. By then, he had been dead like two days. And she did all that time. She just she, she recently got out of jail, probably maybe. She's nine years old, so it's been five or six years, and I probably seen her like three times. The first time I saw her, he was in a store, and I looked at her, and I go. Deborah, I said, look at me. She said, I can't. And so she just went out the door and walked around me, just walked away. And then the second time I saw her, I went to my grandmother's house for Christmas. And that was like right before the pandemic and she was there. And um, she, they was all in the house and I sat outside. You know, just, I, I'm, I, I had to get to the point where I get, I get used to being around them again. Cause you know, even though, even though they, I'm, a, I'm a part of that family, they still like I'll throw shit in my face, like, oh, you've been hanging around white people too long. You know, because I learned how to talk a little bit, you know, I learned how to act a little bit, you know, but, you know, but they, you know, they, they I still gotta watch them. You know, and I, I done fought all of them, and I done beat them all up. And now they, like, I, I feel like some of them are trying to defame me now, like, publicly. But I'm gonna put it into that too, you know. But you know, I just and mostly it's because of that, because of you coming and living over here with with, with white folks. Yeah, it did. You know, I ain't never thought I was better than nobody. I never ever had that feeling thinking I was better than nobody. I'm a, I was a, I'm a big dude, so and I'm a, either be in the way or is it not enough for me? What does that mean? You know, I'm a, I'm a big dude. Look at me, y'all. I can stand in front of somebody, you know, and I can block the I can block the way. I'm a big old walk. I'm like a like a big old billboard. You know, when I walk in the club, I go to work, everybody, they turn around and they look. Like when Carmen got married, um, Susan's daughter Carmen got married, I was the late and I was the last one to get there. And so, you know, a lot of them really don't, really don't know me. So they just know of me that I'm a part of the Hartgrove family. So, you know, I walk in the door and I close the door and they all turn around and I go, stick them up, <laughs> boy. Hey, that's why my mom was laughing, but everybody else was like, what's going on, what's going on, you know? See, nobody said, bother y'all motherfuckers. Get y'all ass out of here. All that holiday, like, call the police, call the police. Yeah. You know, they started, uh, but my mama started introducing me to everybody because, you know, they, I really scared them. Yeah. So they don't say, I'm going to be in the way or it's not enough for me. Mm. Mm. So, you know, I, I, I don't look down on nobody, but, you know, I, I give everybody that chance that they, they halfway give me or whatever, but, you know, you know I, I, I ain't kissing no ass for long. Tell me a little more about, um, I just always been interested. I mean, I, I've seen your mom walk by, but, but, but we've never, we never met. Cause I don't, I don't think you guys were talking at the time, but can you tell me more about like, do you have any memories of, of her, her man, of, of her husband? It was Craig, right? Yeah. He, I, 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 I was seven years old. So, you know, it, it just, 
kind of like that kind of stuff wasn't in my it wasn't my, it, wasn't, it wasn't none of my business. And so I did learn from other th- people and in the street. What did you hear about him? What did you hear about your mom? Like what kind of things was she, was she doing? Uh, my mama was, see my mama grew up in a place called what you call um, Porterville, Georgia. It's like a play a slave plantation, and uh, the the big daddy there was named Sonny Hagins, and he all the women before you get married. He tapped that thing before you go off and do your thing. And that's your dad? Yeah, they say that's who my dad is, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, dude. He, well, when you say plantation, was it part of a sharecropper? Pl- I mean, what? Like, yeah, he they like um, uh, Sonny Higgins was the big. He, he, was the, he was the he was the head nigga over the niggas, and so but and he he played everything his way. You gonna you gonna do what I say? Or I'll I'll get you put away from here. I'll have you killed. You know, but he, was, he don't like Uncle Tom is what we call him now, but you know he he, he one of them kinds. Did you ever meet him? No, I I, I never met him because they, they you know my mom and them ran away, and that's how they ended up in Shreveport. You know, you never know if you like to do a little discovery. Our last name there's no Hagens in Louisiana. I got a cousin that he was adopted too. And he played professional basketball. I think he overseas now. Um, I got another cousin that uh, no, I think he's my uncle. I'm not for sure what he, he is kidding to me, but. I think he's my uncle, but he played for Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and so me and him kind of really tight. We we kept up with each other, you know, through my college days and stuff like that. Me coming back home, me going to jail, and so you know, me and I always talk with. And then there's this, it's, it's a few more, but they're all in Florida or in Georgia, you know. And then uh, like the first time I went to Porterville to that plantation over there with them, they um they 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 they, they was glad to see me, but they was on something else though. How so? They's like, cause like they feel like you know, you know I was driving up in the truck and I looked at good. Okay, this motherfucker got some money. How Daddy. old were you then? I was nineteen, maybe. And 20. you were just going to port. You were just going there for what? Just to, going to, to, to go go just see where where, where, the, where they say I, I, I come from. Yeah. And it, it meant everybody look alike. Wow. I was about everybody look like I to buy from the. The old man sitting at the little little, little butcher shop sitting there. Everybody sitting there. They look like you. Yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> I was like, he's like, like, but um, the cousin that I that I met over the internet that lived there, I I, I stayed, stayed there with them actually. So this is like twenty years ago. Yeah. Like that? Yo, and I you was, were there, and, and 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 what what like what were the conditions like there? I mean, you say it was slave labor. They, they, they was, it was like all all handmade shotgun houses. Right. And it was like a, like a big row of them, and they Sunnyville still down. Is it is it area? Is there anything around here that's kind of like it? Was it totally different than Shreveport, or was it like? Yeah, we, it, it reminded me of the bottles, you know. And that I'm talking about all the shacks, all the way, and then um, uh, so uh, many people. Uh, in and then they got a, a a a brick a brick made uh, building with center blocks that they like somebody built on a store, making a killing in in, in, that, in that neighborhood. You know, that's the only store right there for miles away. You know, and this man they bring somebody bringing fresh produce for them. And they still living like that. I guess the people just ain't recognize that I can get away from here. Yeah. But the, some people still stay in that little section there because they safe right there. Oh, that's the only way they know how to live. And what did you, what was the story of your mama getting out? Like, what, what was that? When she well, when, when she got out of jail, she did she did twenty five no, no, years. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I mean, getting out of uh, Porterville. Well, well, they they um, her and some more of the women wasn't gonna go through that, you know, that little ritual whatever he does, the man do to the women. He, they they wouldn't go through it. So one night they jumped in the car with this, with this man and um, they took a ride. Which the man took them somewhere else before he brought them back. Like, they brought them to Louisiana, but he took them somewhere else. Like he was like planning on kidnap them, but they had them held hostage with knives. I told him the, the closest he can get them to Louisiana, they got there. And uh, Monroe was where they end up being, and they Monroe was where they end up. And um, my mama ended up like going into contractions, having me. Wow. So your mom was uh, pregnant when she ran away from yeah, Georgia. Yeah, getting away from them. Okay. Yeah, so that that's why uh, like my uh, I'm gonna, my uh, my address on my birth certificate is in Lakeside. I'm the only grandchild with that. Everybody else Stony Hill, and uh, like my uncles and all them, they Stony Hill. That they born and raised Stony Hill. I'm the only one that really was born in Lakeside on that block. And so that's why I come up to be the general. And tell me tell me some more about your. Uh, about your mom, about stories you've heard of her, and like uh, what she was it, doing back then. Not too much of a man, I, 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 you know. And I, I, I like, I found like pictures and stuff like that, and I, and it's this lady in there, and my mom always with her, and with this lady, dark, dark skin lady, bush. They had these big old bushes back in the day. Um, could find her name was Wacky, Wacky Bone, and. Um, that's different from Rich's mom. No, that's who that is. Oh wow, okay. And so. 
that it's like now that when I when I showed him the picture, I was like, man, we we basically we ain't kin to each other. You know, we've been like enemies all this time. Not enemy enemies, but we we we, we never hung out together. We never played together. We know we just went to the same schools. And he and when I I went to middle school, he was there. High school, he was there. You know, he just you know we just always known each other, but we never hung out. We're not friends. And he bought him more my Lakeside King, and that's the big difference with that. Mm-hmm. And um, I showed him the picture. He go, man, that's my mama. And so he don't know, like, like I don't know how they become friends or what they do, what they did, or nothing like that. But you know, I just know now that when I say something about my mama, like Go can tell me that, oh boy, your mama was a gangster, man. Your mama did this, you did that, you know. You know, your mama had a dude that put her on dope. You know, he told me about that. That's how she got on the, on the Quaaludes. You know, she got business. I got that's led to it. common around here. I mean, there, talk a little bit about just like women. I, th- I think there's this sort of uh, mentality that people think that, you know, sort of that that kind of game, you know, sort of the the, the, the criminal game or the drug game is a man's game. But no. th- there's a ton. I mean, I know in the bottoms is really run a lot Man, by women. Yeah. There, there, there are more women. Uh, what do you call? Done daughters than they are men. Because I mean, you guess women right up cut your throat. It, like. No, tomorrow. I've, I've seen them off the, off the, like the balcony of the house we used to live in on Portland Street. When my mama got out of jail, she, she, she caught herself going, caught herself going razors. That didn't work. She caught what? She caught herself going to try to raise us. And, and you know, they, 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 the state gonna always give a mama back her kids, which I wouldn't have. And I wouldn't, you know, I wasn't paying attention to her. You know, I wasn't gonna do it. But you can see everything off the corner. And my mama always was up there on the corner of the a place called Big Wentz. The building still sits there over there. The lakeside still sits there in the corner by itself. But I done watched her just, you know, you know, get it in, go in the man's pocket, get that money, and she she gone about her business. Nobody don't nobody don't say nothing about that body over there, um, dead and then on the ground, and nobody don't say nothing because they don't want to be mixed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's why it's hard for me to remember from being from um, from 13 on back to 87. I I can't uh, to my my grandma. Even sat down and tell me stories about stuff that I've done and when I was growing up, and I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's 90 years old now, so she just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. But yeah. you know, she, I I I love her to death though, because she you knows she she ain't never turned her back on me. She just had no way to she she had no no way to get me from when, in the position that I was in. No, I, I didn't I didn't cause a crime. I didn't break into nothing. I didn't steal nothing. They just took me in a detention center because I was too big for somebody to handle. You know, our family didn't want me because I was just too big for them. You know, I'm bigger than the daddy when I, when I go to a, I go to a foster home or something like that. And you know, I, I can look at a person. You know, like they'll be like, "Oh, we get rid of this motherfucker tomorrow. Mm. Get his ass and out of here." You sense that? You sense that? Oh yeah, and yeah. I know it now because I've, I've seen it. And I mean, that's why motherfucker talk about me behind the wall. And I can hear him. <laughs> you know, I, I I gained a sense of sight and hear, and that's that just my gifts. Who do you feel like hasn't turned their back on you in your life besides your grandma? Well, my cousin Kim, you know, she loved me to death. She like she's like a prize to me though. Uh, I'll, I'll 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 protect her even after breaking the law and process. She a police, you know. I'm down for her. She down for me. She just like I go to her and tell her about anything. I ask her advice on anything. She show them fuss at me. Show them cuss. You know, she talked to me. So and I, that's that's a good thing to get, uh, get with me. You can talk to me because you know if you talk at me, I'm gonna, them, I'm gonna bark back, and you don't want me barking back. Cause that's that, yeah. I mean, you seen that yesterday, with that little incident yesterday. Just I, I, I couldn't even calm down until like four o'clock this morning. That's when I finally just laid down. Until my, I, I walked up and down the street with my blower just blowing <laughs> until it went away. You know, and that, I, I let my anger get the best of me, especially when it's it can be small, you know. But just, I don't bother people, so I don't want to be bothered. But when I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be that guy that everybody said like, oh man, you don't, you need, you need to be nice, you know, you know, stop, stop being mean. I, I, shit, I, I, I did not throw that life away. That person on me, I never throw it away. So tell me the circumstances really of you leaving Lakeside. I mean, like, d- tell me the story about your mom. Wait, when she went to jail, know. when she went to jail, my grandma couldn't take me because the, the environment. So my grandma lived right there in the, in the middle of Lakeside. Her house, the only house still sitting. And who was there? Was you, your brother? Who, who was my, there at the time? Um, it was me and my brother. And my grandma had 11 kids. She had three sets of boy twins, one single boy, and four girls. And, um, like, I, I'm i the little bit of dude. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to bother, man, because you said don't pick it up. See that? No, I understand, but 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 there's a ring. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the, 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it get rang. It's like, oh, don't touch it to that. Really, I won the bet and you lost because you touched that phone. But, dog, I, but this is a situation you created, bro. Don't you I didn't create that. Homie? I didn't create that. I, I, I turned I, that phone off. By the, by, by the way, man, again, compared to last time when you were taking calls every two seconds, you know what I mean? I got to say, man, I appreciate it. Okay, yeah. All right, so I'm sorry. Can you can can you go back and, and – and, I'm I, just like the – because I know you okay, told, I'm going to you, you, give it to you a short version. My mama was the black sheep of, of, of her family, and she caused a lot of problems for my granddad and my grandma. And I told my she caused them money. I told my she used to do shit and caused them to, to, to fail and take care of the other kids. You know, so when she, my mama ran off to just start taking care of herself, going about her business, she felt like that what she was doing was was, was right, and can't nobody else tell her nothing. She got trapped up in that little that little cool thing in Porterville, Georgia, and with those people, man. And she didn't understand the ritual of it. That this nigga could go, he didn't put his, he didn't put his meat pistol in you first before anything else happened. But they didn't want that. They ran away and came here to Shreveport where they posted, where they originally from. And uh, with the the men there followed them, you know, followed them here. So, but when Craig Mama got here, he beat on her. You know, he beat on her, he beat on her, he beat on her, but uh, drug wise. And we passed that point, and he, she shot him. And she did her 25 years, which back, back then life was 25 years. And she did 25 years, but she did 27 years because she went to jail, she was a girl. You know, she was like almost like, like better in her 20s and she don't know nothing, you know, you get to jail, she got to learn how to defend herself. Learn, you know, if you don't, if you don't do it, you ain't gonna make it, not in jail. And so she a female in jail, you got male guards. Back then they, 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 they went like Keithville, uh, Keithville um, Old CDC was co-ed. So, you know, a lot of stuff happened in that jailhouse, man. So women were like targets of anything when in jail. So she learned how to kill. You know, she learned how to make a, make a shank. You know, you know to my, and, and she learned how to read and write in there. She learned how to get a nursing degree in there. But all that shit worked was on the street. But she a felon. So now, I mean, now she just still kind of, she's still kind of herself. They called her BJ, so she's still kind of bullshitting around. You know, she's 60 some years old, going on 70, and she still think that uh, street life is, uh, you know, the way of living. And that, that, that almost like taught us that, you know, but living with the hard grows until my, when I being raised by them, I, I let all that go, dude. I just, I, it was time to let it go. So do you, do you have any memories of your, your time in the foster care system? Do you have it? Do you... Did, did, I, um, I remember um, the West Care Detention Center, Elks, Louisiana is down there. How old when were I you when you were there? Uh, shit. I was like 10, 12, 13 years old, one of them. And, and when you were 10 years old, I mean, you were already big. Yeah. Huh? I mean, I like was when, 10 like, years old, the size of a 13 year old or, more, uh, or bigger. Uh, you know, bigger than I was, I was, I was up to enough that I can stand to an adult. And if I know the swing, I know the swing, my hands, my fist balled up. And that's where they make it. Um, my, my living in, um, in Lakeside, my papa. Was an old drill sergeant, you know. He was mean as hell, you know. He drank Kentucky out of the bottle, and my uncles and stuff like that. He disciplined them by making them do workouts and stuff like that. So he, he had cross ties, and we got on the side of my house is like a half football field. He up his up downs to my all day long. You ain't gonna eat. You ain't gonna come in his house until you finish what he tell you to do. Until uh, my uh, push-ups are free, and that's what he be yelling. You hell, he'll he'll take the point. You gonna do them push-ups till I'm tired. You know, when my ball are gone, then I'll let you get up. So, you know, he up there, bonus harmonica, and, and counting them back there. Oh, you miscounted one. I miscounted one. You count, old man. And, uh, he when played I first, his harmonica while he was Yeah, while he you. drinking, he playing his harmonica. <laughs> and while he making, we, we do back and forth like that there. So, when I, by the time I got to high school, man, I was strong than a motherfucker, you know, bigger than all the other kids. So, you know, that's how I won a football scholarship, too. You know, uh, my granddaddy used to say, Oh, I need you to make 10 sacks. I need you to make 10 fumbles tonight. Make that boy drop that ball for the other kid can get it. You know, you know they, they, they bedding. They bedding it like they, on the high school kids. Who going to do what? And so my granddaddy done built that shit. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, they, they, uh, uh, he make $200. He give me 50 of it. But then if I didn't do what he say, he finna work me all weekend. Damn. Man, to my um, black diamond watermelons, we go to the country, I had to go pick. I had to have like 150 of them done. You know, they big black watermelon. They to my, I'm toting them on my shoulder, trying to run back and get them. 
I want to get done. I want to get done for everybody else, so I can be able to hang out because you know they got they got them, they they doing the tossing grays and and uh, jubilees. Those small water man. I'm doing these black diamonds. I know I got to get my hands on them and run. Yeah. But you do my tide afterwards. Mm. But I just take them all the meals and just drop them, <laughs> drop them on the ground, let yeah. it get the heart out of them, and eat them. They made me survive. Damn. Man, but then I had to pay for the watermelon that I dropped. So like I had to pick enough turnip greens to uh, to make that up. And so you know I'm out there all night. And so I know they had to get one of the turnips and tip the tip off of it and use my teeth and clean it off. The pond out there, just wash it off and I ate that. You know, he, I mean, she, he, he had a way to just make a nigga work all weekend mm. and slaves are out of shit at you. But I learned some good shit from it though. I bet you did. Oh yeah, What'd man. you learn from it? That's what I'm doing. I, 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 I know I'm tougher than nails and I don't need no bear to help me. I don't need no, I don't need no friends to help me. I can do it all by myself, so I don't need, I don't, I'll, I'll never have a co-defendant, and I'll never have nobody say, I seen Sean do this, because I ain't, I, that motherfucker lie. Because I'm gonna do it by myself. I'm, I'm too big, I say never enough of me, but it's too much of me. You know, I can put on a whole suit, and cover my face up, all my body parts, I can cover up, and I go rub a bank, but everybody, everybody gonna know that's Big Sean, man. Because mm-hmm. I step, David, I, different, I step different from everybody. Mm-hmm. My 18 year old boys, Oh, they're 19 now, they gone to the Navy, so I don't have to worry about them no more. They're good. They, 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 they beat, they beat the, the ghetto. Now I got to worry about my Zion. He's nine years old, which his mama ain't going to let him fly too far from her anyway. So, so you know, I got a good co-parent with her. And you know, I don't have to argue with her about nothing, you know. So I'm good with Zion. But, you know, I just got to make sure the street don't get him. When, 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 I just want to talk a, a little bit more about what, what you were saying about uh... – Feeling not wanted and feeling like you can you, you can sense it on people and you can feel oh, yeah. it. And you know I have foster brothers and sisters going into somebody else's house like that. You know in the foster care system, do you have any? Memories yeah, because you know what they do. They, they give they they they, they go into foster care. They, they're like coming out of the coming out of the the foster home. The the the, the place that's not a white picket fence. You know you go there. I tell you, you got to hide food and you got to hide anything that you have because not only they gonna steal it, but the guards steal too. You know, like, you know, the free man, they, they steal too. They take away from you. You know, like, I've seen people, they have a family amulet, a ring on a necklace, and they cherishing it because it belongs to their mama, and then the mama done passed away. Man, the people take it from them. Want to see them hurt, you know, uh, want to see them crying. And then they go to, if they're crying or something wrong with them, they want to beat on them. Because, oh, you know, I was too big for that. I'm fighting back. And so um, my thing was to keep a, um, a soda can and a sock when I slept. And I always slept, like, Sitting up uh, on that chair, sitting up like this. I didn't get comfortable until I got here. I was sitting like that because I know I can hear sitting up, but I'm asleep laying down. I can't hear shit. But I slept with that can and that sock for the longest. And um, I, I ain't nobody had nobody bust in my room and try to you know bother me or make me get up early in the morning beating on me. And I, I didn't have that. You know, and then um, coming home, coming home was different too. You know, after I got with the whole girls, but I started thinking about my family. Yo, I got cousins over there that, that I miss, you know, my, my brother, my sister, them, they over there. And finally, when I got a chance, I, I broke away, I started going over there, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same at all. You know, I know my mama was in jail, and I know this was my granddad and my grandma, and I ain't know nobody else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that kind of got interested in me. I got, I got into that. You know, let me see. You know, my homeboy, she, he over here, he making two, three hundred dollars doing this, or he making a run. And by me being a big kid, I can go collect. And somebody owes some money as a big man, shit, I can go get that money. What was your first memory of this family? Um, with Gayla and them coming to get me, and they had my grandma with them so I can believe them and trust what they, what they were saying that I was going with them. And me sitting in the back talking to my grandma, and she telling me about all what's going to happen and what's, what this is going to be for, and you know, you know, but I can't stay with her. And that was my question, why? You know, I can't stay with your granddaddy, you know. They had a house full of kids, but they still lived in the environment. And so that first year with them, you know, I was always listening. You know, kept my shit packed up because I know that I ain't gonna be here long. You know, and I, I ate quietly. You know, I ate quietly, I always ate, ate boom, eat and put, it, put my plate up, washed it, and go back to my spot, you know, because uh, I, I, I felt like if I make a wrong move, I gotta go. Because they had a little girl and she just had birth to uh, to Kimmerich. So, you know, I, I mean, but she still trusted me though, because I was inside the house. 
you know, I had a room upstairs, but I wasn't going up there because I was scared of that. I, I, I walk up the stairs, I'm gonna fall down those steps, but I didn't. Um, Emma had a bully, and you know that that, that bully was well, you know like you know like she's a little sister to me. You actually beat up my, my little sister like that. I, I, I beat that little boy up, and from then I just felt like kind of different. You know, I told the slate on one arm and him on the other one. Now we go to the we go to the beach. I got slate on one arm and him on the other one, and they just okay. I, the more I started loving them, I started you know, loving everybody around, and so you know just. Start opening up and to you them. Started to relax a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I got to the point where I, I got relaxed. But then, every now and then, something gonna remind me of something. Somebody gonna say something that you know, I, I've never been disrespected by Gayla or none of her family. But like on my dad's side, you know, it, 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 man, it, he don't seem like he racist, but there's a little tension there with it. You know, he got a little taste in his blood. You know, he he ain't innocent. Well, know? it's it's it's. I mean, it's it's white folks. In Louisiana, right? And I mean, they, they it, but talk, all of them ain't white. A lot of them Dago, and uh, they mix with something else. A lot of people don't understand a DNA. DNA. All kids are ninety nine point nine nine percent of their dads. That that means something in, in the DNA world. So, like, because you your 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 mama this and your daddy that, you ain't mixed with shit. Is that true, or are you just? Yeah, no, no, like no, no. I've, I've had I've, I've had DNA taken with my kids, so. For me to understand what 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 ninety nine point nine is and, and zero compatibility was, I had to I had to read about it. What was your experience with white folks before coming to live 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 with them? I probably didn't even really deal with none of them because no. Mean, that must have been just such a crazy. Only, I mean, only white people I knew when I was going to elementary school and they the teachers, you know, and they, they you know, they 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 got some that like you, some that don't, you know. But depends. just try to, I guess, just for the because the folks who were watching this. You know that they're not from Shreveport. A lot of folks haven't been here. Just can you talk about how segregated this city is and how I mean, it's such an unbelievable. It's separated now. It, it, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's separated now. You know, you got some good people. You got some good white folks. You got some. You got some all right white folks. But you got some motherfuckers that are terrible, and they teach their children to be terrible. Describe as a boy, just what, just just even the difference between the environment here and the environment there, and were you more comfortable? I mean, I, I would imagine. Well, I I I rather live without. Doing this all the time, you know, doing that, you know. And see, I ain't bring my gun with me. Because I know I'm over here, I'm all right. You know, over there, I got to have a gun on that porch. So, you know, that don't change something for the safety of everybody. Anything can happen on, over there on the flat. So, you know, I just had to, I had to make a decision we're going to be over here. Because so, I know nothing's going to happen over here. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I, I um, I went but, to, you know, you aware of that as a kid? I mean, yeah, a kid. I was, I, I was, because I went, I, I had to go to a, a place called St. Mark's when um, I was still in elementary. I go to a place called St. Mark's, and then man, the nuns would fucking beat the shit out of my hands, and they ain't beat this dude's hands. Even though I didn't steal the money out the goddamn thing, out the collection plate, she still fuck my hands up. You know, they hold your hand, and then the bitch pull it down like this, <laughs> to make the like the, the knuckle pop out of it, and then she whack it, and she. I got to the point where that ain't gonna happen to me no more. Mm-hmm. You know, don't put your hands on me. I'm, I'm gonna swing back. I'm gonna hit you. Hey, so, so, uh, you know, but I, 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 I when, when we went to, man, I hate that you smoke cigarettes, man. Man, got to have one every now and then. Man, got to have one. I don't know about these little boys, but man, got to have one. I never saw in, in in this town. It's true. You could that you that there was nowhere that you couldn't go, and everybody did know you. Black, white, young, old, rich, poor. Seems like everybody does really know you here, and that that seems really rare. What yeah. what 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 has uh, you being able to just kind of like roll from place to place? I find that you're either uh, extremely uh, happy to see everyone and jolly, or you don't want to see anyone. And I'm wondering like what lessons. Because the, the, the certain people are. Uh, uh, Genuinely good, man. I'm talking about, I'm talking about good-hearted people. I, I, I tell you, I can feel them. I, I just, I can see, I can see good soul in, in them. What's your uh, relationship with your, uh, with your real mom now? I, I mean, she just did. I, I love her, but I ain't in love with her. You know, she, she birthed me. And they probably, and she probably didn't do that. Somebody else, she probably, I probably came from the pet cabbage patch born for her. And you know, she, I mean, ain't nothing she can tell me that's gonna be right. No. Cause she made all the wrong decisions. So what do you what do you make of her kind of resenting you growing up with white people? Oh, uh, like do do you blame so, her for that? No, 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 no. I mean, I'm 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 glad I have this situation. I'm 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 really happy that 
I got in a situation where I could see something else different. And Why? I know that, because that, I mean, thank you, thank you. I, I, I could be like in jail for murders or anything. I, I, had, I had opportunity over there to, to participate in anything I wanted to participate in. But, and it took me to, I had to go look for something else, go see something else to keep me away from it, you know. I mean, I see all my friends be killed or they in jail. To my, like people I grow up with, to my, there's not many of those. And they, to my females too. And there ain't many of them. Like our class reunion was 13 people. Really? Out of 560 some people I graduated with, 13 people. I don't know what they, what they at or what they, you know, what they're doing, but I mean, 13 people um, signed up for the class reunion and 13 people participated. Wow. So. Why, when you were living over here, did you decide to, why did you want to go to school at Booker T over at, back in your Because, you know, like, um, when I went to Year Drive, I saw all my friends, like, playing football for another middle school. I told my man, it's a different situation. I hadn't seen them uh, all year and then half of another year. But then when I see him, like, my friend, my best friend in the world, Chevelle Hamilton, he, um, Chevelle just got out of the feds, so he, he, he's in um, uh, Atlanta, Georgia now, finishing his fed time. But uh, Big Mook man was uh, was well, like like my blood blood brother, you know. Just just a lot of my my black friends and they they wanted to take advantage of me too, How you know. Because so? like you know, Galen bought me a car my first year of high school, and you know I go to school late. <laughs> I go pick up the girls and take them. We go ride to school, and you know like and a lot of people you know man come pick me up go way across town to go pick them up to get to go to school. And then that got to the point where I started skipping school then. You know, I, I, then I got to the point where I said, shit, I ain't going to school at all. But Gayla wasn't having that shit. She took that car from me, and I found my way back to school. So at least I graduated on time. Mm -hmm. And I played college football, but then I got to college. Uh, the same situation. I had too much freedom. You know, I knew my way back to Shreveport to go buy the drugs, and all those kids out there had the money to go get it. They get to me to go get it. X pills that came out, I was coming back to Shreveport buying probably a thousand X pills, taking them back to Grandma. You know, all of the, the the football sweethearts, they they went to, took the classes for us, and by be playing football, the, the whole team got your back. Mm. So I hung out in cash with the with the older boys all day, and she got to the point where Coach said, "We you have been discharged, you can go home." And I'm looking like, what about my scholarship? You know, you lost that. So I stole a football helmet and came home. And you came here? Came, yeah, came here. And, and they, by the time I came home here, they was building on the garage apartment, which I moved in and I, and I stayed in there for uh, every other day. And it, I would move out, you know, if I get a girlfriend or something like, I want to move on my own, I move out to an apartment. But you know, oh, shit, I, I always could come home. Like she getting painted now, so she expected me to be moving back over because of my, uh, well, my grandma's house it's, it's, it, but the house was built in 1948, man. It's old. And they built it with nails back then. Stupid ass air conditioning company goes and put the air conditioning off the rafters in the ceiling. And as time went, it didn't, it didn't fail down and pull the roof down. For two years, they, they were just to tell me that the water has leaked on that side of the house and now the wall. That's why it's, it's, it, no other house has done it. And they, they, they say they've never seen it done. Like they think we did it ourselves. Like, like, like saying that, like I went in there and pushed that wall and made it open up like that. And so, but they didn't, the insurance company, my grandmother was with the insurance company over 50 years. Same insurance company, when they first bought the house, when they were, when they were teenagers, um, it was called um, Clark, Tings, Clark, Clark Tings, Tingsley and, and Manor, Manor something. It's like, they were, they were, they were day goes, but they building was next door to Harrison Paint Company. My granddaddy, would get off work and go next door and clean the building, hmm. the, the the office building for the insurance company, and um, like that's how he got the insurance with the house and the cars and stuff. Man, just think about it. Over fifty years, and then she only made two claims on the house. It, my grandfather made it burned up before I was even born. He they, they caught a fire. The kitchen did. That's one claim. That was like in the seventies, and then turn around and I did one in the eighties for the roof. Two claims in over fifty years, and they turned my grandma down for a claim. Hmm. And they, 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 they made so many changes in her and her, and her thing um, the, over the years. Like every time she would renew her insurance, she paid it for like six months in advance. 
Man, shit, they eat my grandma up, dude. And you know, I, I, me, I flipped a strip and I was going through with my rifle. I told my point, Patterson was in trouble. And so my grandma just said, don't do that. I'm, I'm gonna cancel the insurance. I, I'm not gonna be with them with that. So now it's hard to get the insurance because it's something, it's something wrong with the house and they won't, they won't, they won't, they won't, they won't uh, issue the house with the um, pre-damages pre and stuff like that. So I don't know, we just gonna be there, man. If it falls, it's gonna kill us. We'll die together, me and my grandma. Mm. <laughs> oh, for real, man, because I ain't leaving her there by herself, man, you know. I, I, why would I abandon her? You know, she, you know, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So, I mean, I can move over here and move it, and I can leave it there, because she got 11 kids that are living. She does. Yeah, she got 11 kids that are living. And, you know, like, they only come around when they want something. Like, my uncle this morning, dude, dude what the fuck you keep walking back and forth up in here for? So, like, like, I'm there now, I'm not there now, they probably taking advantage of the situation. And they, they knows they're not supposed to be in the house. And my auntie, she works, so and she's the only one that really just does anything for my grandma. So, you know, she expected me to be there to take care of her. And I, I'm there. Oh, yeah, because I, 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 you know, I flipped the strip on the edge, too. She ain't but my grandma. She's my security. My only reason for it, she's my reason for being. And I'm a protector, even though I have to break the law in the process. I'm, I'm going to be there for my grandma. Talk a little bit more about, like, your, your memories living, like, as a, as a as a as a kid here, and, and what that was like to go to Southern Trace or to go to well, to be a kid here, I, I didn't get a chance to be a kid. So you know, I was I was a kid, but I was I they, I was being taught to be a grown up. How so? Because you know, just I but it, I didn't play street games, I didn't play kickball or nothing like that. Everything was serious, you know. Especially like school was real serious, you know. Like first thing you do, you come home, you get your homework done. And then you read a book for an hour, and then you can go, you know, go do something. But I didn't have no friends over here, so there was nobody I could hang out with. So I just always this patio was me, and so that's why I just I kicked it back here. And that I learned to read, I learned to, to, to enjoy reading back then, and that's why I do so much writing now. I do so much writing now that my head be hurting. How so? Just write, just everything. I I've seen so much, man. I've been so many places, man. That nothing's new to me. I, nothing's funny to me. You know, I just like I, 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 I like Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith. None of that, that's not funny to me. Uh, Chris Rock, you know, they they know that that's not one real, dude. It wasn't real. That wasn't real. You mean you can do that? We can we can make that stunt like that. Make make it look like we I slapped you. Cause ain't no way no man gonna slap me, and I'm not gonna do nothing. I ain't gonna do nothing. That ain't no man, man. I don't care. I'm making a joke. Oh, I got a right to speak, you know. You ain't gonna slap me. I ain't going for that. I ain't going for no man to slap me. I ain't. I ain't no way. I I, I can remember every time I probably, probably took my fist and hit somebody, I hurt him. You know, and I, if I see him now, I'll go ahead and apologize, or they don't want to talk to me. Period. So hey, if it is, if it is, if it ain't, you know, it just I do I do my best because I was a bully. And you know, yeah, I, I admit that. I tell, I tell people that now. That's my, that's my thing. I was a bully, and if you want my friend, I'm finna get you. You gotta have something for me, you know. But I, I think college was the wide awakening for that because I saw people bigger than me in college. I, I can't bully these dudes. Mm -hmm. But I knew then, what I know now that all it took was a little money, and yeah, I can put some dope in their hand or something like that, and they'll, you know, do what I tell them to do. You know, they, they, they got kicked me out. They, that was got kicked me out of college. Trying to, trying to be uh, be him, and I wasn't him. And they, they showed me that shit. That's, and as I came home, I still was trying to be him. And I ended up going to jail. And I did like the two years down in um, in Tallulah. And shit, I just, I just discovered that I, it ain't for me, man. How so? Because who wants to be locked up in a cage with a bunch of men? I'm talking about a bunch of men. You know, half of them can't read, some half of them can. You know, you know, I just, you know, I, I don't feel sorry for nobody in jail, man. I, I, I hate for them to go, but I don't feel sorry for nobody being in jail. Cause you know, I mean, if you want to go to jail, you want to do something, to go to jail. You, you just feel that you nasty. When was the last time you were? When was the last time you were really scared, Sean? Well, I thought my grandma was gonna pass away. Yes, I thought she gonna pass away like three years ago. I, I really, really thought she was gonna pass away. The guy was like, damn, you know, like her heart was down to like 15%. And they're like, she's not gonna make it the next night. And she signed a DNR without me knowing. 
You know, like I, like I stepped out and went somewhere, I come back, she just signed a DNR. And I'm like telling the people, I don't want another nurse or another doctor in this room till we can get this changed. And by law, we couldn't get it changed. So, but some kind of miraculous way, my grandma just like set up on the edge of the bed and said she wanted to go home. So, you know, she, in that wheelchair and shit. So, but she making around, she still cooks. I have to help her though, like do certain shit, you know. Like she's making me baked cakes for the church and shit on Sundays. I can do that for her though. He's got one eat that cake up. Who is it? Dustin. I think I'm supposed to go fishing with Dustin. Dustin Self? Yeah. Uh, I've never been I've never been fishing in a day in my life. I've never hooked a bait uh, nothing until my I never wore a onesie until I went on the lake with Dustin. Tell us a little bit, uh, t tell us a little bit about uh, your memories of the bottoms and what that what that, that area was like. Um, I'm from Lakeside and the bottoms wasn't none of my when I know my territory when it wasn't meant for me to be down there, and I, I went down. I only went down there because of, uh, if my mama was down there. You know, like my mama part of them. Sorry. They, they were part. Of, if she was a part of them, I was just trying to find out was she a part of them. And you know, the more the discovery I did, I just she just had a boyfriend that 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 she used to hang down there with, and that's how she ended up being friends with Wacky Bones. But that was before my time, though. So I did because I, I I I started doing discovery trying to find out who was Big Sean's daddy. She know who my brother daddy is, she know who my sister daddy is, but she don't know who mine is. So why you don't know? But why did you take the name of the dude from from because the he, he because he he's 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 the only candidate, you know. That my, my features and my 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 look come from the people down there. Until my, if you look at the rest of my family, don't none of them look like me. Period. I'm I'm like off the wall from them all the way. I'm to my they all of them they 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 weak, you know. They just they, they, I I I I'm, I'm, I don't belong there really. I don't, you know. But I'm just there. I think the '90s was like game banging time, so I I had a family then. I had Lakeside King, so Lakeside King was like all I needed. So yeah, the '90s. I graduated high school in 1996. So yeah, I was a real Lakeside King strong then, you know, doing what I wanted to do, you know, shit. One about telling me what time to go to bed. One about telling me what time to go to the house. That I, I came here, and go to the garage apartment. Shit, they they never know I was gone or was at home. So, the people in Lakeside didn't really know you were living here. No, no, I never, I never brought them here. I never brought them because you know, you know, you, you can't trust everybody, know where you live at. But the one that did know. You know, they made a joke about it all the time, you know. Uh, they'll say something stupid in front of everybody and I gotta I gotta 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 fix it. You know, uh, that, that little white lady will come over here looking for you. Which she used to do, she used to do it anyways. It's time for you to come home. She would come over to Lakeside? Yeah, it'd be it'd be twelve o'clock in the morning, <laughs> uh, one o'clock in the morning, here she come come pick me up. No matter where I was, she'd come to get me. But you know, I I gotta find out how to. I gotta spend some more time with it though, because you know lately it ain't been it ain't been nothing, and I ain't been caring either. How come? Cause you know I told you like I told you story about my dad with that. You know he 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 allowed me to financially struggle. You know when he had something that belonged to me that was left for me. You know and then I didn't I didn't try to arm strong arm for him to give it back to me and then like that, but it wasn't none of his to even take. But he was the uh, beneficiary and he was. The first person to to, to to give it to everybody, but he, he gave it to Kimberly Hills. He gave he gave him hers, but mine he kept. He said he didn't. I shouldn't have been getting it. You know, goddamn, I'm broke to the motherfucker. You don't give me my money. You know, I, I and, if, I, and then I started thinking that damn, if Grammy wanted me to have it, she should have gave me to him before she passed away. You know, I saw her almost every other day, but you no know, shit. One day he makes, and then he still to the day makes sure that I haven't gotten it. What do you hope for, man? I just want to be happy, man. I don't hope for anything. I don't want nothing from nobody. What's I, it gonna I, take to make you happy? Oh shit, I'm happy now. I'm happy. You know, every now and then I, I lose my marbles. Every now and then, you know, like somebody pissed me off. 
You know, it, it just, I don't want stupid around me. I don't want ignorant around me either. You know, and I don't feel good about um, uh, a stupid motherfucker. You know, I just, I just can't stand for a stupid motherfucker to be around me. Especially if it's a female. Man, a female can run me raggedy, dude. You know, you don't know how to think. You can't think. You know, you just go off. You go, you go off because your feelings. You know, like um, the girl, the last girl I was dating, she, when she she cheated on me, and and she felt like I should care that she cheated. You nasty. I mean, you got your stuff away. You know, you did that. Don't touch, don't touch me. You know, it's just nasty. You know, you, you go and cheat on somebody, and then you want me to care. You don't want me to care, really? I ain't playing that part of the movie. Yeah, because I'm still holding on to my piss. Yeah, I got a piss too. Oh, yeah. I want to open the door so we can go in there. You want to talk about anything else? Yeah, I want you to tell the truth. About what? About your eating? About that burger. Man, you you, you crushed that burger, big son. Hey, yeah, I'm saying, don't, 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 try to, don't, don't try to defame me because like, I can't eat. And I can't eat. I can put no, it down. Right. I right. have the record for eating the, um, the um, hottest wings in the world. In the world. Yeah, I, I ate ten habanero pepper wings in two minutes and thirty seconds. Did you throw up? No, I heard like a couple of days later, but it, you know. It does, doesn't it? Coming out the other way. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a motherfucker. And and, to my, and I, I uh, there was like five hundred dollars. They gave me a trophy. I let them have the five hundred dollars. I gave it to the um the uh, the ladies of sorrow. Let them have it. The nuns. I let, let, let them have it. So it's tax right off, you know. And they, I thought I was big time and back then, anyways. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I wouldn't give it to them now. I keep my money. There you go. And um, I hold a I hold a record for eating the, uh, the ribs too, but I think it's been broken by like a fifteen year old kid. He ate um two two and a half or three and a half pounds more than I did. Damn. With your brother who's who's been locked up and and who's He's locked up now and they picked him up Monday. Like when you think about like, like where did he grow up? He grew up in Lakeside. He right. he, he never left. Yeah, no, he never left. He just right. go to jail and then come back. And so and, what does uh, he what, what 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 did he spend time? What what did he do time for? Oh, uh, selling drugs, and probably I think he got one he got one murder charge that he beat because um the guy was trying to rob them and. He snatched a gun from them and he ended up shooting two of them. You know, we, we got that bad in our family, like booking pistols and stuff like that. Cause I mean, I I just do I do the same way. When a dude tried to rob me, he put the gun in the back of my head. But I was so stupid back then, and you know, I grabbed a gun and pushed it like this up against his face, and he shot himself. So you know, I didn't have no gunpowder on me or no blood on me, so I got to justify homicide. When was that? I was 17 years old. And, Where did that go down? Um, in a little neighborhood called Ingleside. Um, buying the weed, and this dude's been robbing people in their neighborhood you know, for a long time. And this dude, he caught the wrong one. And he caught somebody that ain't scared of no. I'm not scared of no gun. And if you're gonna shoot me, you would have been shot me. But he didn't turn around and look at him, and I grabbed it and I pushed it up on his chin. He shot himself. You know, and because I didn't shoot it. Yeah, and, 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 you know, my uncle Edwin, um, Gaylord's brother, he was the, um, the attorney for the police department. So, yeah. I, 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 I know, I know law. <laughs> I know law, and I know that he killed himself. They wanted to say I killed him, though. They kept saying that his family kept saying there's no way that he shot the gun, his, um, put the trigger on himself. He did, though. That was the only gun's truth. Shit, I don't, I don't take no points for that. Why do you, why do you think? I mean, I know that you did get robbed a few years ago when you were driving back from New Orleans, New Orleans. And, and and you that were, was that was common with it. Can you talk like, about the, the situation of that and like how what I mean? I, I know for me at least that you know I was worried. Yeah, I don't think I, don't think I hated it that, that I that I was gone for two days and nobody could find me but Galen. Uh, that's right. Because I started getting all these calls and nobody could find you. Nobody could find me but Galen. I told my dad, "What you call a mama, dude?" I told my out of the police department, and and the feds start getting into it. That I'm missing, my truck gone, and they they. Can you just tell my us laptop? Happened? My laptop being um, pointed to being somewhere else, and and St. Charles. Uh, damn, it was like a little skip of a town, but. But what I, are those towns like, man? Because I've driven through some of those towns are fucking crazy. Man, I, I, I'm on my way to New Orleans. And I'm doing, doing a, I'm, security going, for a rapper or something. No, 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 no. I was going to do a, um, a, a TV show for this, um, the, the Skeleton Key. Uh huh. And I'm on, I'm on my way. 
I had got to part, and I was going to go. I'm going to be down there for like a month in New Orleans. I'm in my truck. I go. I go. And some kind of way, I get I get deterred off the highway, and I, I'm going through this motherfucking jungle, and I didn't see not a human, another car, a boat, or a light for about two hours. And so, by the time I get to this gas station, I get out, smoking a cigarette, and you know, I pump my gas, and you know, I walk in to ask the girl, I'm like. How do I get to I-20 from here? She said, turn around. I turn around and beak on the back of my head. I just, you know, I'm this lights out for me. But the camera shows that um, this dude walked up behind me. But when she said, turn around, I turned around, like physically turned around. And the dude, like he motherfucking Joe DiMaggio, me, but back of my head with a baseball bat. And that's my lights out. She turned the lights out from the store and the outside, like the store was closed, while they get all my shit in my truck and put it in another car, and they took my truck and drove off it in there. They took I, your clothes too, right? Yeah, I mean, took they, my pants and I had on. They left me with my boxes and my socks on. No cell phone, no ID. And so when I was discovered, this constable puts me in fucking handcuffs and had me like, almost like hog tied me to the bed at this little, um, they had like this little, it wasn't a hospital, it was like those little places you go for the emergency, like on the side, you know, you go see somebody right in the nail. They had me in this place because they don't know who I am. I got two handcuffs on my No home, ID, no nothing, no nothing. No I'm car, like this here. No phone. And for a whole two days, I'm like this. Down to my day, nobody not listening to me, nobody not talking to me. But for now, I wasn't talking to nobody at all. I couldn't, I couldn't say nothing. I'm thinking that I'm talking to these people, I'm not opening my mouth or nothing. I'm just, I'm talking in my head to myself. And cause they don't, they don't, they don't recognize me. They don't, they, they, they don't see me, cause I, I know I'm just them. But then finally, it just something just came over there. I started opening my mouth, started talking, and the, the first number come to my house, come to my mind was to them to dial Gayla's number, and boom, she's the only one that came from my rescue. She came and ID'd me and stuff like that to the to the constable, and he, I had to go be, take, be taken to the police department and be fingerprinted and and stuff like that, make sure I wasn't a uh, an escape prisoner from uh, somewhere, cause they that's, that's uh, they they looking like damn this big motherfucker on this floor, you know. I'm just, I'm just, I, when the lights came back on, I could see my body on the like, camera. On the camera, I see my body laying on the floor with sock, white socks on, underwear, and white t-shirt. And this dude didn't knock me. And I still have this, well, cause they had the they the, the, the doctors whatever they did was they 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 put me on the I put me to sleep, but. That that's not that I had right here in the back. They got all the pressure off of it because it was it was basically with my eyesight, and it, it, it went down. But I still got that knot, and I can still remember. I can hear that motherfucker when they when they when they hit me, my ears went whoa, and I, I took my all there was nothing else from that. I don't know how I fell, or, or which way I fell. It just just there, and when the detective showed me the video of it, cause I was, they were like, you don't want to see it, dude. You don't want to see yourself like that. I don't want to see that shit. They didn't show me um, from the beginning when I walked in. They just showed me when I, when, I, when she said to turn around, that's when I started remembering that shit. That bitch set it up, but like, like now she's in jail now. Uh, Is she? About, yeah, she got about 25 years, because I'm not the first person she set up there. She's like four or five other people there. So you were around. out there smoking a the cigarette, she made a phone call. Yeah, she said, like, oh, we got somebody. Because I had that truck, and I had the rims on it, you know, I had some music in it. And, you know, I, I, my, um, I had bought all that fake Louis Vuitton luggage and shit. I had all my clothes and stuff and that shit. And, you know, the bitch, I guess she saw that. And that's why I ain't no more Louis Vuitton luggage for Big Sean. I don't want none of it. They, they, they got that shit, and they get gone with it. Because I, I never know who the dudes was, because she never did tell on them. Well, they, she got about 25 years for that because she had dealt some other people like that and that, uh, a girl was raped and, uh, you know, following the consequences of that for the last time she was raped. From, some, from, from somebody at that same gas station? Yeah, somebody at that same gas station. Yeah, I don't think people really have any, uh, people really don't understand how country, how backwoods things get. Yeah, especially Once when you get down there. Yeah, it's and crazy, you don't know where right? you're going? Yeah, Shit. It's, it's, it's a different world, man. man that why I, when I go to New Orleans, as far as I'm going, it's a Burberry or Canal or Magazine Street. That's yeah. all I'm going. yeah. You know, he said, I'm not gonna walk through no alleys. I don't give a damn how big I am. I got my gun, but I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't wanna shoot nobody, so I'm not walking through no alleys, make no shortcut to go to the Superdome. I'm not doing it. 
You know, let's stay at the Hyatt, or we'll stay at, at um, uh, what's the one that crosses away from the W, whatever that is. We, I already stayed over there, but I'm not staying in the one of these wicked dinky hotels, because I know they steal, they break you in while you in there. Yeah. I told my man, they did, that's, 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 that's a lot to have to live with. The people robbing you or clicking you upside the head. But that, that was that, 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 that came from coming from that, from me. You know, always being big Sean, you know, just letting me know I wasn't. What do you just, think specifically? I'm like not. Indestru- if, I'm not. I'm not indestructible. If there's one thing that you sort of, I don't know whether you wish you could take it back, or one thing you regret, or one thing that 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 you feel that that that, that karma came back to bite you in the ass for. What what is it? Well, see, that karma came back to bite me in the ass because that was all build up, and it, it was all build up, and I, I kept getting chances after chances after chances, and I I, I had I got a I got a fantastic chance. When I got to be over here, and so I, I didn't realize it until after I was I was a, like almost an adult, and then hey, I get to be an adult, and I'm on the right track of something good going on for me, because I think that was right after I did snitch, and I started getting parts after parts after parts, after parts or somebody wanted to see my face in something that is and that, and so you know the you know, the good shit going on for me, and you know Carmen kept she came on got a little part for me. She came, uh, slapped me in the motherfucking face hard in the motherfucking head. Because they took all my clothes. I had packed up for two months of staying in New Orleans. And they took my shoes. And um, my friend Lauren, uh, she did, she wanted to do a go for for me. And I just, I, I couldn't stand it, dude. I, I, I wasn't going to be able to stay in there. I wasn't going to be able to stay in there taking a handout. And so, and then she was like, well, I'm going to call John to make him send me some money to get you some clothes. Because I wasn't going to call you and tell you, you see, so, I was still sitting around in boxes. And so she just, she went out and got me some shit and brought me back. And then she, the next week she did some more. And I was like, no more. I'm going back to work. Mm-hmm. And that was a wrap on that. And I think I saw her when she, we were both taking the COVID shot. And that's the last time I seen her. Mm-hmm. But then she sent me a message and said so she saw something in my eyes. Yeah. And she wants me to come to the hospital. No, she, she reached out to me, man. She loves you. I mean, that's the thing, Sean. A lot of people love you, man. Well, she didn't give me my jacket yet, though, so she can't love me that much. Oh, that jacket? Yeah, she's supposed yeah. to give it to me. She haven't gave it to me. Why is she holding it's on to it? It's too small for you, bro. I, I, I got other things I can do with it. This motherfucker, man. Don't forget. I'll say anything, you something, dude. Why? Don't forget anything. Because I'm sure you I can sell that jacket and I can do a lot of things with it. You know how I many bitches would love to have that jacket come from you? I mean, yeah, she won't wow. give it to me. Wow. I think I'm, 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 I feel like she's holding me back. Hey, will you take us over to Booker T? Yeah, we can go over there. We got to go, we gotta go see uh, Emmanuel. Was the last time I went been on Booker T, on the huh. premises of Booker T? Huh, with Mike? Yeah, when we all took off running from set and he took off running going there because he saw the band. And Michael K. Williams, man, he heard that band and he said, he, he closed he down. Went, set. Like this, he went, he, he took off dancing. running. Yeah. And they were like, follow me, shut up. I'm not going to run behind this dude. Mm. I walked and he, he was running too. So mm. and I, we all got down there. And fun. all the kids knew who I was, though. But they didn't know y'all. I had to, mm. had to make y'all famous for a little while. There you go. So, y'all been following my stuff for a long time, man. Uh, I mean, every day. Because you on TV don't mean shit. I agree. Hey, look, man, I love you, man. That's the way love goes. Hmm? That's the way love goes. What do you say? See, now you don't know nothing about Janet Jackson and nothing like that. Love you too, dude. You've been, you've been good, man. And, you know, but you're going to gonna have to put some respect on my name. I have respect for your name, bro. Big Sean is what it is, then. Yeah. And then you, and you, 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 like you told the story. You soft serve? Ooh, you said, and it was like 15 people were standing around me when you said that. When you said that. Oh, when I said, what up, South Sir? Yeah, they, they, they hey, were all laughing man, at me. I didn't know you had company. I would try to be, but like, hey, man, that's who you got to always be to me, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But what, what makes you think I'm soft? <laughs> you know, man, I just. What makes you think I'm soft? You know, man. Hey, you the one afraid. I'm not afraid of nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell everybody, hit that bell. Mm-hmm. Don't help me. Uh, you, got any, you got any questions for me, man? No, you gonna fix my roof? Yeah, we're gonna take care of your roof, man. Don't worry. And what you say, it, it fall right now. <laughs> it fall right now. See me? Well, my girl gonna be going. She gonna be dead, and I'm going. I'm coming back over your wilder place. Hey, take us up to Booker T, man. Yeah, we'll take you around on the, the funky Booker T. Okay, that's what's up. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's John. 
Bam Bam the dog. Uh, first, on behalf of both of us and everybody from the Real Ones team, I just want to sincerely thank you guys for, for, for tuning in. The folks that I bring on the show, they're family to me, and uh, being able to tell their stories and bringing you into their world is something I'm, I'm just super proud of and, uh, again, grateful that you guys tune in. We've decided we want to take things just a step further. It's a Patreon community, and basically what that means is if you become part of this community, look, I already bored Bam Bam. If you want to become part of this community, you're going to be able to hear episodes early and all that, ad-free and all that good stuff, but there's all this behind-the-scenes footage, all this stuff that we've shot um, that really brings you into the folks that we've had on the show, really brings you into their world. Live chats with me and the folks that I bring on the show to talk about their world, talk about the issues that they're dealing with, about their triumphs and their tragedies. Just go to Patreon slash Real Ones on this website that you see right there, right on the screen, that's right in front of you. This whole idea was um, something about building bridges and, 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 and bringing people together and um, bringing folks that often don't get the mic and, and giving the mic to them. So the fact that you guys tune in means the world. Anyways, again, thank you. Uh, be good to each other out there. Rock and roll.